Welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast, where we explore an empowering reframe on women, menopause, and midlife. I'm Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach, and I call menopause the passion portal, a sexual and spiritual rebirth into the richest, most creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life. If you're entering perimenopause, immersed in menopause, or postmenopausal, and you're ready to rock your third chapter like a queen, this podcast is for you. Are you done with feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. In this show, I offer a body, mind, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on topics like female orgasm, pleasure, sensuality, tantric and Taoist practices, somatic healing, intimacy, and desire-based living. Basically, all the things that support you in manifesting and creating an amazing third chapter of your life. And oh yeah, I'm an astrologer, so you'll see some of that too. I'm so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Hey there, welcome back to the Wild Menopause Podcast. As always, such an honor and a privilege to have you here. So welcome back. And in this episode, it's it's kind of a continuation or a part two to my last episode on the female core toning the female core and how the jade egg can help. So you don't have to listen to that one first, but it might put this in a deeper context for you if you so desire to maybe catch that one first and come back to this one. It's a bit of a continuum. So the core is a is a big passion of mine. And in the last episode, I um, riffed on that a bit and talked about uh, about the jade egg a bit as well, but I wanted to do a follow up because there is more to say. There's always more to say, right? <laughs> but <laughs> I just wanted to um, just give you a little bit more. And so in this one, I will talk a little bit more about the female core and what I call the deep core team, right? And harmonizing our deep core team is what true functional core strength is all about. And I also wanted to give you some. It's really super simple breath practices that you can explore because the breath is so key. So I want to talk about that, how how important the breath is to really creating that harmony and true tone in your deep core and your pelvic floor. And uh, actually, it's, it's the very important first step, to, to be honest. It's, it's where I think everybody should start. And um, so I'll break that down. Um, why is that so important to start with the breath? And uh, we'll just take it from there. So when we talk about the female core, um, I'm going to oversimplify here, but we're going to just break it down into four major components. The first being the thoracic diaphragm, that big, beautiful jellyfish-like umbrella organ that is right under your lowest ribs. And if you are hands-free right now, maybe dig your fingertips in there and say hello to that diaphragm of yours. And this is a really important piece, of course, for breathing, right? And this diaphragm of yours needs to move with every breath. And for a lot of valid reasons due to stress, um, even past trauma, you know, just, um, and just poor breathing habits that we've picked up over the years, a lot of the times the diaphragm doesn't move as it's designed to move. So on every inhale, ideally it would float down like this big jellyfish, and on every exhale, we just float back up, right? So there's this like fluid movement that wants to happen. And for a lot of people, it doesn't really happen. And it causes all kinds of stress and even pain 
in the body, in the viscera, in the pelvic floor. And this could lead to issues like, you know, incontinence or make those issues worse. And we'll get to that when we talk about the pelvic floor. But this diaphragm, it's really worth spending a little time checking in with your diaphragm. Again, massaging it is great. Also shaking it a bit, right? I like to give you just practical, simple practices to start to really feel this in your body, right? It's all about embodiment. So just like shaking a little bit, imagine that jellyfish shaking around And it's really nice here to release tension by sounding. Just see what kind of sound wants to come out as you move your diaphragm. That could be a great little practice whenever you feel like you're not breathing deeply enough. So I like to just kind of go, oh, like really throaty sounds. So just play with that yourself and see, you know, what your diaphragm has to say. That could be a great first step of just kind of freeing your breath up a little bit. So that's one component there that's super important to start to connect with and bring back the natural movement. Um, and what I'm talking about here is I like to call this your deep core team, right? So your thoracic diaphragm and your abdominals, which we'll talk about next, and your pelvic floor and your vagina is what we're going to cover here in this episode. So the next piece I want to talk about are your abdominals. And I believe I said this in the previous episode, but this is really important too. Like we don't want a rigidly held core. I think I talked about abs of steel last time. It's fine to have a sculpted look, but unless your abdominal muscles get to move the way they're designed to move, you could be wreaking havoc in your pelvic organs, in your pelvic floor. You could be causing pelvic pain. Um, You can cause incontinence or make that worse. You can actually make um, pelvic organ prolapse worse. I know I've said this in a previous episode, I can't remember which, but um, if we have a rigidly held core, like like really tightening the abs all the time, and especially if like when we're breathing in, if we're like sucking it in all the time, um, I don't want to make you wrong for that. So don't worry if you're doing that. I'm going to give you great tools to turn it around if you so desire. But um, back in Victorian England, when corsets were really popular, they had an, an epidemic of uterine prolapse, right? Women's uteruses were falling out of their body because of tightening the core all the time. Now, that's an extreme case. Of course, that would be hard to really um, do that just by sucking in your abs. But the same effect really happens over time, right? It's a kind of a cumulative effect. If you're always sucking in your abdominals and not letting these important muscles move the way they're designed to move with every breath, then it absolutely can't be good for your pelvic organs, um, for your pelvic floor, any issues you may be having there, any pain, tension you might be holding there, and absolutely not good for your pleasure or your orgasm, right? It can't really um, be supportive of really feeling a lot of pleasure in your pelvic area, that's for sure. So I let, I'm a f- um, fond of saying that wherever there is a muscle in the body, it needs to move to be happy, right? So these muscles are are born to move. They don't want to be um, rigidly held, right, for any length of time. It's fine to do that when you're in a position and, you know, you're doing an exercise. But overall, like when you're at rest, when you're at ease, let the, let the abs move. And what they want to do, naturally, this is functional anatomy. As the diaphragm floats down on the inhale, the abdominals want to soften and kind of go out a little bit. You're not, not pushing it out forcefully, but um, we want to just let that movement happen. So maybe now, again, if your hand's free, taking your hand, one hand, maybe to your abdominals right around the navel area. And when you take a breath, see if there's kind of a sucking in or a pulling in. If, don't worry if it is. This is so common. I did this for years. So if that's the case, 
right? If you're sucking the belly in as you breathe in, that's something called reverse breathing. And it's not bad. There actually is a time and place for it. And I actually teach that kind of breathing um, in more advanced jade egg practices because it has to do with energy cultivation and things like that. So there's a time and place for reverse breathing. However, it is not the um, everyday breathing we want. It's not conducive to pelvic health and orgasmic function or anything like that. It's not even conducive to ultimately having a strong core. And from my perspective, a truly strong core is one that's available for function, right? Tight muscle is a weak muscle. So if our muscles are rigidly held, they're not able to move, then our our muscles are weak. Over time, they'll get weak because the muscle needs to move to be strong and healthy, right? I'm not going to geek out too hard on that. But anyway, so as you breathe in, see if your abdominals want to tighten, right? And don't worry, I'm going to give you practices to turn that around. And um, and don't judge yourself, please. Don't make yourself wrong. It's so common. I think it's something that's been drilled into us from a, a very early age, a lot of the time. Suck your belly in, suck your belly in. Many of us had gotten that message when we were little kids even, right? So just lots of compassion and self-love there, you know, it's okay. But um, you can start to really um, improve your connection to your, your pelvis, your pelvic floor, your sexual anatomy, simply by softening the belly and letting, ah, letting that go, right? Again, sounding is great here too. Just letting it go, let the belly go. Yeah. So that's the other piece. And the next piece I want to talk about is the pelvic floor. So every time we inhale, if the belly, uh, stomach, abdominals are allowed to move the way they're designed to move, then your pelvic floor gets to move as well. And we don't really think about this much, right? But um, because the moves of the pelvis are really super subtle and so easy to miss. But ideally what would happen as we take an inhale, let's try this together if you can. Belly soft as you breathe in, diaphragm floats down, belly softens. Ideally, you might be able to feel this. Your sit bones, the bones you sit on, would start to move slightly apart, super, super subtle. On your breath in and on your breath out, they would move more in towards each other. So this is an east to west movement that wants to naturally happen. And sometimes the best way to feel this is to do some reverse breathing and see what happens. So this time, as you breathe in, suck your belly in and see if you can feel your sit bones. See if you can feel them kind of coming towards each other, kind of squeezing in as you do that, right? So what's going on there as you suck your belly in on the inhale and squeeze your sit bones together, kind of happens automatically really for me. Um, what you're doing is the opposite of what your body naturally wants to do. And you are disrupting the harmony of your deep core team. Again, don't worry about it. I'm going to give you practices to start to turn it around. But again, this over time can create stress, tension holding patterns, pelvic pain, um, incontinence, and even contribute to pelvic organ prolapse. Not, not a good thing, right? So we want more conscious awareness of our deep core and how important the breath is to full function there, right? So the next piece I want to talk about, which is super important in many ways, the keystone, um, it is the keystone in my opinion, is the vagina, right? The vagina is so key to your core strength as a woman. It is, again, the central piece. And we want to start really incorporating the breath 
with the vagina as well. And one of the reasons I should say too, why I love the jade egg practice so, so much is that it gives us precision toning of the vagina. And if you work with that kind of precision with the breath, you will get an incredibly harmonized deep core, right? And you can turn around so many conditions that maybe you're suffering with like incontinence and things like that, right? So uh, let's go back to our natural breath. What wants to happen as we inhale, diaphragm wants to float down, belly wants to soften, pelvic floor again wants to expand, not just east to west, but north to south as well, but that's a little bit more subtle. We'll get to that some other time. Um, So there's like a east to west expansion and a north south expansion, and the vagina here actually wants to expand as well. Now, one of the things I do with my clients is I use something called imagery. In this case, it's metaphorical imagery. Now, this is you know, backed by science. This is something that professional athletes use and Olympians use. This is something I learned from my anatomy teacher, Eric Franklin. He's the developer of the Franklin method. Now, he doesn't talk about the yoni or the vagina, but he talks about using imagery to optimize function. And so what I've drawn from his work and I apply it to my work is how important imagery can be to connect our brain to any part of the body to optimize function. So in this case, imaging or imagining your vagina as a lily. I like the, the image of a tiger lily, a lily, because I like the depth of the lily, but any flower would do. You know, but I like the depth of the lily. It has like a nice deep canal, right? So just play with this with me. This is what I call yoni breathing or one variation of yoni breathing. As you breathe in and all that other good stuff is happening, your yoni wants to kind of blossom open, right? East to west, north to south, just like a full blossoming open. And there's actually a moving down a little bit, right? Your vagina is designed to draw things in and push things out. So this is not forced at all. This is a natural movement that you're just allowing. So think of that blossoming open, breathe in. And as you exhale, the vagina wants to naturally kind of hug in. I never use the word squeeze, but imagine kind of hugging in more towards a bud and pulling back up into the body slightly. Now, if you don't feel that right away, don't worry. You could have a disconnect between your brain and your vagina, super common. And I'm going to give you practices to turn that around. No worries at all. And please don't make yourself wrong. This is like most women on the planet are really disconnected to this part of their body and don't have um, the, uh, the, the neuro pathways opened so that they can get function here. So don't worry, right? So again, inhale, blossoming open, exhale, hugging right? You could see how a jade egg would help you here, right? Having that tangible thing to work with to get precision on this is key. But I want you to understand how important the breath is because the breath is everything. So take a few breaths there. Inhale and exhale. Yeah, so I'm going to give you um, um, a yoni breathing tutorial, an option to get into a free resource library I have where I break this all down in more detail and have a full guided practice for you on this as well. But I also want to talk about nose breathing here too. As you do this this breath practice, yoni breathing, it's important to breathe through the nose or retrain yourself to breathe through the nose. Because many of us don't even realize that we've become mouth breathers. This was me, and it was wreaking havoc in my whole body, in my core, my pelvic floor, causing me stress. So I'm just going to be super simple. This breath work is 
a very deep topic. It's something that I'm diving deep into getting more training on because I can't wait to share workshops and trainings with my clients and maybe with you. If you want to do that, I want to get even more training so I can um, really, really go deep with the breath because there's so much here. But um, the more I've been learning about breathwork from my breathwork teachers is how important nose breathing is and how important it is to gently um, start to turn that around if you're a mouth breather, right? Mouth breathing puts us into a stress response. Nose breathing, I'll keep it, this is like super scaled down, simple. Nose breathing brings us into rest and digest, parasympathetic nervous system. If you are um, a nervous system geek like me, basically nose breathing allows you to come into your body, to be present, to be available for um, intimacy, to be able to be in your sensuality, to be in that place of feeling pleasure, receiving pleasure, and even holding pleasure in your system, which is a big part of what my work is all about. So you want to start to work with just, um, yeah, coming into that nose breathing. And again, I will have a resource for you, um, a short video tutorial on this and on the importance of nose breathing and have some, a little bit of science, some anatomy for you to look at, because once you see the design of your nose, maybe you know it already, but it's been a game changer for me just to see the design and how big this, this cavity really is and how important it is, but also the sinuses and what a beautiful natural filtration system we have here. That's another big benefit of nose breathing is that it filters the air, right? And with all the um, toxins we have in the air these days, super important. So the many reasons why you want to breathe through the nose. Another really important benefit to nose breathing is that this is how our body produces something called nitric oxide, which is a molecule that back in 1992 was called the molecule of the gear. <laughs> and it's um, a really important discovery. These three scientists, I forgot their names. I should have prepared my notes for you on that, but I'll look it up and maybe do another episode on this. Um, but they won, these three scientists won the Nobel Prize for their work on nitric, ox nitric oxide or NO and how important it is for human health. And what they discovered that it's really good for our circulatory system. It's great for lowering our blood pressure it's actually great for nourishing the libido and helps with erectile dysfunction, but also with really um, nourishing the female libido as well. It's also been proven to improve athletic performance and boost immunity. And I'm sure I'm missing some other things too. Oh, brain function. It's supposed to be great for our brain health. So bring it on, right? <laughs> so the more we train ourselves to just be better nose breathers, the more we have access to all of those benefits that nitric oxide um, provides for us. So another, you know, good incentive to start breathing through the nose. And um, it also really helps to reharmonize your deep core team, right? So I was talking about that earlier about when we breathe through the nose, uh, let's, yeah, let's just talk about that now, actually, when we breathe through the nose, um, what I talked about before, that natural movement of the breath, the diaphragm moving down, the belly softening, all that just seems to happen more easily, right? This puts us into a more parasympathetic state, right? This is more of the rest, digest, or calm place where we 
are more receptive, where we are more in touch with our sensuality, where we can experience more pleasure and connection and just finding our calm, right? So nose breathing puts us in that place where we can access all of that, which is where you can breathe in the way that harmonizes your core. I hope that made sense. So when we're mouth breathing, it puts us in a state of more like fight or flight, more of a stress response. And then it's really difficult to breathe in the ways that I talked about to harmonize your deep core, to get optimal pelvic function, pelvic floor function, and of course, vaginal function. (laughs) So there's a lot of great anatomy that lives down there in the pelvis and nose breathing absolutely supports that big time. Um, so yeah, now I want to talk about just some practices I have for you to explore if you're, if you're so inclined and I have some, again, resources for you in my free, it's totally free resource library. I call it the goddess vault. And there's a whole section there on the breath. I call it sensual breath work that I will um, have resources for you on these things I'm going to talk about. So don't worry. You have to, you don't have to remember it or get it here. I will link that for you. Then you have the video tutorials and you even have an audio practice for at least one of them where you can start to um, really explore this on your own. So the practices or the things I want to share with you there is I, I have um, a little video tutorial on nose breathing. And again, I want to just show you the anatomy because it's going to really help you. We know I'm an anatomy geek. It's going to help you understand what wants to happen when you nose breathe, right? And it's really phenomenal, but it's best if you just go into that video and see the images instead of me trying to explain it to you here. It doesn't really work well unless you see the images. So there's a video there on that. And there is a tutorial, a video on something called breath of fire. Now this comes from the Kundalini yoga tradition, and this is an in and out of the nose. This is the nose breath, and it has a strong rhythm. Now, the rhythm is great because this can really help you start to turn around any patterns of reverse breathing. And the rhythm is also great because rhythm is one of the ways, it's very soothing to the nervous system, like bringing anything rhythmic into the body. You probably feel that intuitively, like when you're rocking a rocking chair or something like that. It's soothing to the nervous system. It makes sense to our bodies. It really kind of sends signals of calm, right? So breath of fire, it might be challenging in the beginning, but once you get it and you get into what we call the pocket of the breath, where it feels kind of easy and you find your own rhythm with it, it should feel good. And it really brings a sense of calm deep inside your body. And not only that, it's a really great way to feel that um, the brain benefits of nose breathing. You feel it right away. It just feels like this oxygen, like getting in, it's probably nitric oxide as well, into my deep brain when I do this. So something good's going on there when you explore breath of fire and just focus on the nose like I'll guide you to do. Um, you'll start to feel how it's oxygenating your brain. I Sorry, I struggled with that word. That's why I said it that way. <laughs> it's hard to say. Um, so I have a video on that and an audio for you as well. So you can just get this in your life just three minutes a day, game changer. It will really change the way you feel not only in the brain, but what that does is um, it, it starts the diaphragm moving, that thoracic diaphragm, it pumps the diaphragm up and down so it can help your body reclaim that natural ability to um, allow the diaphragm to move down on the inhale, right? So that's what we're doing when we do that in more of a rapid breath of fire way, you are reharmonizing your deep core team. So it's pretty cool. It's like one of the first things I share with my clients. 
And the other piece I want to share with you in The Goddess Fault is something that I call Yoni Breathing. We talked about this already a little bit, but there's a video tutorial there and a guided audio on Yoni Breathing. And what this is, is basically what we went through. Diaphragm moves down on the inhale, belly softens, pelvic floor expands, Yoni expands. And I walk you through, again, using that imagery and how you can start to really start to feel and experience this in your body. It is one of the most powerful ways to reharmonize your deep core team. And again, done in and out of the nose with the the benefits of nose breathing, you got some good medicine to be working with there. So that's all for now. That's a lot, I know, but I'm really passionate about this, about your core and about your breathing because it is so important to your overall health. And as we talked about the, the, the nitric oxide too, um, even good for your brain health, right? And absolutely key for um, full function in your pelvis and all the beautiful anatomy that resides within. So that's it for this episode. And this actually wraps up season one. This is episode 10, season one. So um, yeah, I will catch you in season two. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show and you want to learn more, you want to go deeper, you're my kind of woman and I'd love to meet you. I'd love to have you in my community. Head on over to my website, shaktikor.com. There you'll find an invitation to join my list and get free instant access to a resource library that I created for you called The Goddess Vault. It's chock full of resources to support you in reclaiming and embodying your sensual sovereignty. You'll find guided meditations, breathwork practices, movement practices, and even a beginner's guide to starting a jade egg practice. It's all on my site waiting for you at chaktikor.com. I'll see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you think would benefit from the content I'm sharing here, please share the love, pass it along. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time.